One other point about the witnesses concept. We have two times in the parasha with the idea of two witnesses being necessary to establish a judicial case um, is mentioned in the parasha, in Shaftim. One in the beginning, early part of the parasha, where it talks about Misa, uh, by capital punishment. Talks clearly about Misa. And the second time, uh, towards the end of the parasha, it says, a matter should be established that there's two differences in the language between these two psukim. And the first time it says, In the second time around it says, It doesn't use the word shnaim, it uses the word shnei And it also uses the word alpi twice. The second time it uses al pishneidim oy al pishleishaidim. The first time it only says al pishneidim oy shleisha. Doesn't use the word al pishleisha. And we see how every word in Torah is so meduyek, so precise, that when you look in the halachas in the Gemara, you can see how those halachas are really alluded in these nuances in the text, in the text of the Chumash itself. Al pishneidim. So, what is it between shneidim and shnei? It seems the same thing. Now, there's a Sefer Oil Moyed by uh, Rav, by the name of Avram Bik. He lived in Pressburg. First, he lived in Yerushalayim. He lived in Pressburg. He passed away around Tofresh Samar Gimel. And it's the famous Balshemsky story with the Rebbe Rashab and the previous Rebbe, how the Rebbe Rashab decided to go and visit the family after this Rebbe Avram Bik passed away. And the family was sitting Shiva. It was a mother with three daughters. And the Rebbe Rashab went to Pressburg to give, to be Menachem Ovel. And they owned a little motel, and he was Menachem Ovel, and then he, ma- he managed to get clothes and Shaduchem for all the daughters. Which is a long story, it's told in the Sikhs of the Friedrichab and the Rebbe. It's a long, very amazing story. But this guy, Rabbi Avram Bik, wrote a Sefer Oil Mayed. It's mentioned in the Sikhs, the name of the Sefer, but the Sefer is, is a fascinating Sefer. You can see that the man was a huge Talmud Chacham. Um, and there he discusses the concept between Shnayim and Shnei. Well, the Balaturim already in this parasha, in Parsha Shreftim, takes note of the difference between Shnayim and Shnei, the Evanezra takes note. Balaturim says something very cryptically that in the first case it says Shnayim made him because it talks about Misa. Din and Nefashis. And the Din is by Din and Nefashis, you have to uh, scare the Edim that they should, to make sure that they say the truth. Ma'aymin ala Edim. You have to interrogate them much more rig- rigidly than when it comes to a civil case of financial liability. So, what that means about Shnei Mishnei, he doesn't explain. Evanazim merely says that Shnei is a short for Shnei. But Rabbeinu Bachaya and others in other places discuss the difference. Now, the two opposite opinions, I'll go with one opinion, the Oyel Mayed, this Rabbi Avram Bik, and the others who say similar thing, that Shnayim means that they're a pair that are, form a unit, a single unit. The two Eidim, attacked two Eidim, the two individuals, but they become a single unit of Eidus. 
he brings from Evan Ezra. Evan Ezra says that we've seen the Hebrew language raglaim, shinaim, oznaim, enaim, yodaim. These are all um, pairs of things that are natural pairs that are symmetrical, the part of nature, and they they are part of a single unit. They're a pair of hands. There's right and there's left, and together they complement each other into creating the phenomenon of hands that a, human, a single human being has. He has two hands because both hands are necessary to function as a human being. The right and the left. Same thing with feet, ragline. Whenever the two things form a symmetrical unit, which is complementary, where they, they, they become a single, a single unit, uh, then they called there's a, there's the, the yud and the mem at the end, ragline, yudayim, and so on. Same thing with shnayim. Shnayim means two things there may be two separate things, but they function in, as a single unit. Shnei means the two separate things. Two separate things. They don't have a deeper bond forming that deeper unit that Shnaim uh, indicates. And when you look in, in Halacha, I already mentioned this before, that according to the Rambam, when it comes to Din and Nefashis, the Edim have to actually see the event. Even Yediyah, very highly compelling and even foolproof circumstantial evidence where they didn't actually see physically the, the event, the murder, the crime. But they have evidence based on what they saw and they can extrapolate with, with certainty that this person really committed the crime. According to the Ramam, it's not enough to prosecute someone when it comes to Dinah Nefashis. When it comes to civil uh, liability, civil uh, suits, you could. You could rely on that. Furthermore, the Gemara says that two witnesses that testify about a capital crime have to see it together. That means they have to be aware of each other and see each other and see it together. There's a certain kind of oneness. So the first time when the Torah says, Shnai Edim, he's talking about Dinah Nefajas, because Lo Yumas al Edim Yumas Ames. Talk about capital punishment. That's why you use the word Shnaim. Because there it's essential that as the Gemara says, Edus if there are two separate witnesses that see the same event from different angles and they don't know about each other, they're not seeing it as a unit, then it's not a kosher Edus by Din and the Fashis. The second time it says Shnei Edim, because they're two separate Edim. We even said, as I mentioned in the previous post, even if they testify about separate events, but one guy says, I, I saw him Sunday uh, borrowing $100. The other one says, No, I saw him borrowing $100 on Monday. Between the two, he's for sure high of 100 even though they're completely separate, it is about separate events. So that's why you use a shnei. In the next post, I'll tell you why it says alpi.